Morena, and welcome to the Dawn Chorus. I'm Bernard Hickey. This is my daily podcast that goes out with my email newsletter via Substack, uh, which is called La Kaka. And every day I have a look at what's happening around the global economy and in geopolitics and what's happening here in Aotearoa, New Zealand, and try and work out what it all means for three things. Housing, affordability, climate change, and child poverty. And it means I spend a lot of time looking at what's happening with the global economy, and in particular interest rates. Because when we think about our economy, and our interest rates, and our asset prices, so we're talking mortgage rates and house prices in particular, we understandably believe we're in control of our own destiny. After all, we have our own reserve bank, which is setting short-term interest rates and trying to keep control of the economy and inflation by moving those interest rates. But it's worth knowing that particularly as you go further out towards one, two, three, and particularly five-year fixed mortgage rates, those longer-term mortgage rates, and remember most borrowers in New Zealand still fix, those longer-term rates are determined by what's happening on global financial markets. And the biggest dog on the block is the US Federal Reserve, understandably, because the American economy is the world's biggest. It has the most liquid financial markets, and that's not just the stock markets, it's also the bond markets. We tend to forget about bonds, they're not quite as sexy. Um, they, they aren't issued by Elon Musk, although uh, no doubt Tesla does also issue bonds, Apple does too. But it's the US Treasury bonds that are the ones that really matter. Because the interest rates on those bonds, particularly two, five, ten year bonds, are the ones that flow through into the, the basis of our interest rates. And of course, we're part of the global economy, so if there's an inflation problem elsewhere, it will turn up here at some point, in some various ways. So, that's why I get up every morning and have a look at what's happening with the global economy, in particular the US economy, what's happening with economic growth and inflation. Now, we know that when economic growth is really fast and when the labour market is tight, when there's not nearly enough people around to fill the jobs, you tend to see wage inflation. And when there's lots and lots of demand from consumers for things and various blockages in supply chains like we've seen in the last couple of years with COVID and the Ukraine war, then that combination can create inflation. And central banks are supposed to keep inflation under control at around about 2%. Now, inflation in the United States is now 9.1%. Effectively, 15 years of money printing by the US Federal Reserve in which they've printed over 20 trillion US dollars. That is about two-thirds of US GDP. That has finally caught fire. And they're not the only ones printing money. The European Central Bank, the Bank of Japan, the Reserve Bank of Australia, and of course our own Reserve Bank of New Zealand have all been printing money as well. They could do that up until the last year or so because there was no obvious signs of inflation and we'd had a long period where inflation was much lower than we all expected. Well, now it's much higher than we all expected and there are no excuses now. So central banks have 
dialed back their money printing, and now they're in the process of putting up interest rates. So this is why I keep a close eye on what's happening with the US Federal Reserve, and in particular its chairman at the moment, whose name is Jerome Powell. He was appointed by Trump, but has been kept on by Joe Biden. And for the last six to nine months, he has been doing an about-face, a big U-turn. Up until late last year, he was in the camp, uh, along, along with a few people, including me, that said the inflation that we were seeing last year after COVID was transitory and that we would go back to the business of, as usual, which is low inflation sometime this year and next year. Well, then along came the Ukraine war and also a lot of that money that was printed and piled up into a nice dry heap suddenly caught fire. And now Federal Reserves, central banks all around the world are madly trying to dismantle those piles of burning paper and put out the fire. So uh, one way to do that is to put up your short-term interest rates. And this morning, about six o'clock New Zealand time, the US Federal Reserve put up its main federal funds rate, now that's the equivalent of our official cash rate, by 75 basis points to between 2.25 and 2.5%. They have a range that they set for their official cash rate, whereas we and most others have a particular point for interest rates. Currently our interest rate is 2.5%, so they've sort of caught up to us. And they've done that through some really big, fast rate increases. So this is now the second 75 basis point move in a row. Now that is the fastest tightening of US monetary policy since uh, the current system was set up in the early 90s. And it's up there with the very sharp tightening that we saw in the late 1970s when a Federal Reserve Chair called Paul Volcker uh, decided to really get hold of inflation, which had been out of control for a decade or so. And he essentially crunched the US economy into a recession by putting up interest rates until the pips squeaked. Now, the big concern, at least up until a couple of weeks ago, was that the US Federal Reserve was about to make a big mistake. It was going to over-tighten, put up interest rates too far, too fast, and drive the world's largest economy into a recession. And that uh, you would see, uh, because inflation was persistently high, the Fed going absolutely ballistic with its rate hikes. And this would concern a whole bunch of people who have gotten used to very low interest rates and the idea that the Fed will back them up if things get a bit hairy. And it does that by cutting interest rates and printing money. And the thought that the Fed may not be behind the market anymore, that there may not be a put, it used to be called the Greenspan put, now it's called the Powell put, uh, that the Fed might not be behind them, freaked out a few people, particularly a whole generation of investors and traders who've known nothing but the Fed coming to the rescue whenever there was a wobble in markets. So we were all watching very closely to see what the US Federal Reserve did this morning and what Jerome Powell would say. Well, we got the 75 basis points, which pretty much everyone expected. So that's important from a financial market point of view. 
It sort of doesn't matter, really, what happens if it's in line with the expectations. If it's more or less, that's interesting. But in many ways, it's what the markets think the US Federal Reserve is going to do in 6, 12, 18 months' time. That is the most important bit. So once the market saw the 75 basis points, then they wanted to look closely at what Jerome Powell was saying and trying to get a sense of his tone around, is he going to put up interest rates really fast? Is he really freaked out about inflation? Is he going to put his foot hard on the brakes? Or is he going to ease off the brakes a bit and not have such big interest rate increases later this year and potentially into next year? So everyone was watching. Well, he came out and said that the labour market seemed to be loosening up a bit and that the Fed would inevitably have to slow down its rate hikes. So the markets took this as the Fed being quite friendly, uh, not putting up interest rates too much, and that as the market had begun to expect in the last couple of weeks, that we would have a soft landing, where a lot of the hard work of getting inflation down had already been done by wholesale markets pushing up long-term interest rates, for example, the 30-year fixed mortgage rate in the United States has almost doubled to nearly 6% in the last six months. That has completely halted the momentum in the U.S. house-building market. There's been big drops in the number of new orders for houses in the United States, and house price inflation is finally coming off the boil there. Now, we're familiar with this because houses come off the boil a bit earlier, and it happened pretty much immediately as soon as the, the, the Reserve Bank started hiking interest rates here. So it really does matter when you're thinking about how the economy's going, what's happening to economic activity, what's happening to inflation, what's happening to wages, what's happening to rents. You've got to watch what's happening in the global economy to see it flow through. And that's what I do when I get up at four o'clock every morning. So big day today. And the key thing to know out of this is that the world's financial markets are effectively betting on a soft landing that the Fed won't have to put up interest rates too much. They think they've learned today that the Fed is not going to put up interest rates too much, and so they celebrate it. And so, bizarrely, on a day where we had an equal toughest hike in interest rates, on a day when the US Federal Reserve said, you know what, I think the economy's slowing down and there isn't quite so much demand for workers anymore, things are coming off the boil, now, the Fed didn't think there was a recession going on, but essentially pointing out that things were slowing down. The markets saw that and took it as good news because that means that the Fed was not going to put up interest rates too much and that would be fantastic for asset values. So you saw a 4% rally in the NASDAQ and that's mostly because of what the Fed has done and said. It's also partly because Microsoft and Google or Alphabet as it's called now, had pretty good uh, profit results. And so that encouraged a whole bunch of people who invested in the tech stocks that are on the NASDAQ. The S&P 500 didn't rise quite so much, more like around 2%. And the Dow, which tends to have the old fuddy-duddy companies in it, was only up 1% to 2%. But the key thing is what's happening with the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ. So we're talking 2 to 4% increase overnight. That's quite a big move. So um, what does this mean for us here in New Zealand? Uh, if you've got a mortgage or if you've got some savings or you're wondering if the economy is going to go into a sharp downturn or not, 
Well, what we learned this morning is that the US Federal Reserve and financial markets globally are feeling quite relaxed, calm, chilled about the future for the global economy and inflation. They're not particularly worried right now that inflation is going to get out of control. In fact, the US 10-year Treasury bond yield, it's actually down now at 2.79% for 10 years. So that says that the uh, investors and markets and traders believe that inflation will be under control and reasonably soon, and the Fed won't have to crunch the economy like Volcker did in the 70s. Now, the markets could be wrong, <laughs> and inflation could be much more persistent than we all think, and uh, everyone could get very nervous again and uh, start to wonder whether the Fed really was behind them. But the noises this morning from Jerome Powell suggest that the Powell put is very much still there, that everyone thinks there's going to be a nice, soft, perfect landing, like one of those gymnasts who vaults over the bar and lands perfectly. No wobble, no stumble. Slam straight down onto the mat and everyone's happy and there's a gold medal awarded. We shall see. I'm Bernard Hickey. That was a dawn chorus for Thursday, July the 28th. And thank you again to paid subscribers to the Kaka for letting me do this work and uh, keeping an eye on what's happening with the US Federal Reserve and hope, hopefully translating it for people here. Kakite anō.